Hey everybody, Kelly and I are super excited to announce our very first live podcast event. If you are in the suburban Philadelphia area, we'd love to have you join us on Monday, April 29th at A. Weber in Chalfont, PA. You can head to our website, doinggoodbusiness.com. It'll click you straight through to the Eventbrite link where you can get your tickets to this free event. We are bringing together four area leaders in the Bucksmont area. Hope Bear, the Chief People Officer of A. Weber, Diana Asbury, the Marketing Director of WorkZone, Kevin Nolan, President of Nolan Painting, and Jim Bishop, President and CEO of the Cornerstone Clubs. We are talking about how to put a culture mindset to work in your business. This event is jam-packed with leaders that have a real focus on culture in their organizations. It improves retention, and it doesn't have to cost a fortune. Kelly and I are going to be moderating the discussion. We're going to have light refreshments featured by A. Weber, and we can't wait to see you there. Join us on Monday, April 29th, and again, doinggoodbusiness.com for tickets to the free event. We'll see you there. Hey there, welcome to the Doing Good Business Podcast, hosted by Kelly Stewart, business strategist helping companies to do good in all aspects of their business, and me, Laura Heacock, a leadership coach helping professionals bring kindness into business. Doing Good Business is a podcast for leaders who want to bring their whole selves to work and create companies that make a real difference in the world. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Doing Good Business. Happy April. We are super excited today to have our guest with us. Her name is Colleen Felicki. I like to think of her as a compost concierge, and we'll let Colleen tell you a little bit more professionally about what she does in just a moment. But one of the reasons, aside from Kelly and I just thinking Colleen's a fabulous human, Absolutely. we wanted to invite Colleen because we know April is um, Earth Day, Earth unless Day. it has Earth Day. Mm -hmm. And as passionate environmentalists and folks that have talked in previous episodes about having an environmental impact with your business, we could not think of a better guest to invite on than Colleen. So welcome, Colleen. With welcome. that, I'll We'll let you introduce oh. yourself a little bit better than I just did. <laughs> Thank you so much, Laura and Kelly. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. I feel honored to be a part of your podcast. Happy Earth Day. Uh, Monday, April 22nd is Earth Day, so um, this couldn't come at a, at a better time. That's really what drives me in my business. I'm really passionate about making a change in our communities. That's something that's better um, for our earth. And so when I had kids, everything, the way I looked at things changed. And I really decided mm -hmm. that I wanted to do something that I was passionate about for for our planet and make a difference in, in the lives of people that live here. Now, I have to just, I'm going to jump in with one question. So I don't often meet people who say they're passionate about composting. <laughs> and it just feels <laughs> to me like there's a story behind that. <laughs> That's What's a really good question. Because <laughs> uh, people look at me funny when I say I compost, like it smells and there's all these things that they say or think, maybe think about. Um, so my why really is um, just being there to help people make a difference by doing something that they can easily do with what they have at home. And if we all just do a little bit, my motto, you know, if we all just do a little bit, we'll make a big difference. So I'm just a really, my why is really to help people make the difference with what I know how to do. How did you learn to do it? Well, that's a good question. I did a lot of research and I found that, well, my background is sales and marketing. I have a degree, a bachelor's degree in communications journalism, but um, I found that that was the one thing that I could do a lot of research. I 
didn't necessarily need a degree, and I could do some research and, and ask some folks that were already doing it what they do and may, and implement that to what I do. I mean, I started small, and it's been a year and a half, and, and we're growing steadily because there is there is a, a big interest in, in doing this. But I basically started by just doing a lot of research, talking to folks that are already doing it in that space, and just kind of jumping in. <laughs> That's basically how, how it happened. So, Colleen, your company is Back to Earth Compost Crew, and I know that you provide composting services for businesses. Do you do businesses and individuals? Do you specifically work with companies that want to bring an environmental impact into their business? Tell us a little bit about Back to Earth and, you know, who you serve and how they want to, how your customers want to make an impact. Sure. Um, that's a really a good question. So I started off initially as working with individuals doing basically like a curbside compost pickup and reached out to the community, did farmer's markets to get to meet folks in the community and did a lot of networking and then realized that once I had that, I guess, component of the business down and I knew where my pickups were and I knew, um, you know, where the site was that I was taking the food waste, I could get a better handle on working with businesses. And I've had businesses reach out to me and say that they want to compost and I've reached out to businesses. I have a, a school and then we're going to be doing a pilot with a college soon. Uh, we have a couple of businesses that get folks in their workplace, just they have a green committee or sustainable committee and they really wanted to tackle the compost portion and uh, they found me online. So I work with I work with them and basically like you said I'm a concierge. I will figure out what their best needs are. Like right now I'm doing two trials with companies and I'll give them the, the containers and we'll talk about what can be included in the buckets and then they'll go ahead and put the items in the buckets, whether it's prepared foods or post-consumer waste, and basically figure out how much waste they're producing because I can't I can't really price it or find out how many pickups we need until we find out what they're producing. So they're usually they come to me like really excited about doing this. And when I go in to pick up and talk to the like the employees, they're all excited and and it's inspired them to then go ahead and compost at home. Which I love <laughs> Yeah, that's really cool. I love that there's like that ripple effect that maybe they are exposed to composting for the first time at work through using yeah. your services, but then they go home and they're like, oh, it's kind of like, to me, composting is sort of a mystery. And I could totally see me being one of those people that's like, oh, well, this isn't that hard. Now I could go and just do this right. at home. Yeah, I think a lot of them think that, you know, think that way. And they also inspire me now to want to offer pickups at their place of business. For the folks that don't have space, they might live somewhere where they can't compost at home. So then, mm -hmm. then they can, in turn, use my services through their business. So I'm working on that piece, but that's something that I'm going to start offering as well. Because why so, not? Why why not just do it at work, right? <laughs> absolutely. So, Colleen, it's, it's Kelly. I'm wondering, is this really a bigger business than most people would think it is? I mean, you're doing it here. Are there other companies, maybe throughout the country, in our area, you know, yeah. I, I'm not necessarily sure people are thinking of this as a business that you can own and operate, but is that's, it is it bigger than what we're thinking? It is, yeah, that's a really good question. There is a U.S. Composting Council, and they have members all over the country. They do webinars, which I participate in. I'm 
going to become a part of the, the U.S. Compost Council. And That's great. Um, yeah, so when I when I first researched this, I want to say like eight plus years ago, there weren't that many curbside pickup providers, you know, concierge. Now it's just expanded and just a lot of cities have it. A lot of big cities have it. Like Philadelphia has a couple of companies which I've reached out to and um, really got to know and we refer each other business, which is great. There's a couple other companies sprouting up on the main line and um, in another area. Um, but I think that there's a, a space enough for all of us. That's what I love about this. There's so much that we can do to get, I mean, right. we, not one person, not one company, I don't think can do it all. So there's just, it's a great opportunity. And it's nice to see it in other places. Like I'm hoping to go to a conference coming up and learn about what they're doing in other areas that we might not be doing that could help customers here. There's certainly no, unfortunately, shortage of food waste, whether mm -hmm. that's, you know, just the, the scraps of what's been consumed or the things that are really just thrown out that, you know, they just go bad in your refrigerator or something like that. So unfortunately, we have the food waste. And so it's it's encouraging to hear that this is really becoming a big business. It's a big thing. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, actually, it's, the timing is great on this. Just yesterday, yesterday, Forbes did an article on how community compost startups are helping compost go mainstream. Um, she, Nicole Rizzle wrote this article, and it basically speaks to like my my company, the the community um, of you know community composters, these grassroots organizations that are helping people divert their waste. You know, companies like Mines mind um, that, are, that are doing this. So I would definitely take a look at that article if, if you have a chance to. Yeah, we'll link to that for sure. Thank you. So um, mm -hmm. I'm going to just ask a silly question because, you know, our, our prior episode was a little bit, Kelly and I did a little April Fool's episode on April 1st and this episode ah! on April 8th. So like, what's the craziest thing that any business has tried to compost? I'm picturing like, Somebody trying to put fluorescent light bulbs in a compost bucket or something like that. Like, what's the craziest experience that you've had in, you know, working oh. with the business and educating them? You know what? That's a really good question. I And I do look at the weight, like, when I dump it. So, really, so I guess I could say, like, I'm really good about educating our customers on what they can and cannot put in the bucket because um, it can make a big difference once we get to the compost site and there's things that can't go in there. Um, it can clog up the machine, you know, once at the end of the process. So I, that's a good question. I mean, I would say like, I like so much paper, like it really is like food weight, like it should be a little more food waste. So I do have folks that maybe are heavy on like the paper um, products, but I think that like that's important too. Like if you, if you're using a lot of those products, to find an outlet to be able to, you know, to compost them. I mean, the other thing is, like you said, like there's this food waste. Let's cut back on the, um, try to cut back on that food waste or cut back on the paper that we use. But I don't have a really good answer for that just because I haven't really seen anything totally out of the ordinary. I do, like, a couple folks have, like, a lot of, a lot of citrus products or a lot of, like, um, Interesting smelling, maybe. Learn <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot thing. about people. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I don't know who's is who, so it's not like I'll pick up the right. and remember, like, oh, they put that in there because I do not right. know. It, it go, all goes <laughs> in together. 
that's actually that's relatively hopeful. Like I'm I'm kinda as much as it would have been funny to hear like, you know, somebody threw like their old shoes in the compost bin or something. Right. Like it's actually, you know, I think it speaks first telling to, you know, what you said, the education that you provide for your customers as a part of the service. And then also, you know, people's willingness to be a part of this and to, you know, stop filling landfills with, you know, all of the mm-hmm. stuff that is compostable. Yeah. So what can companies compost? I mean, I get excited to think about them composting coffee and tea bags alone mm-hmm. because you see how much of that is used in, in any one company, let alone, you know, companies throughout yeah. the, the region or the country. So what can companies compost that they might not think they could be composting? Sure. So um, right now I'm working with companies in their cafeterias and um, so they are, you know, composting all their veggies and food scraps. Their coffee grounds is big. I will say for businesses, um, some of these companies offer free coffee for their employees. So they go through a lot of coffee grounds and filters. Mm-hmm. Um, if they do oh, and the filters too? Yes, well, the filters and also tea bags can go in there. So, um, awesome. so they can pop those in there as well. If they do prep foods, like they can put all of their eggshells in there. Any breads or pastries, um, like I see a lot of salads, so, you know, instead of just popping it in the fridge and maybe not eating it the next day, um, salads will go in there. But I guess it just depends on the reason. Like if it's just a business that has a doesn't have like a cafeteria, just like a lunchroom, you'll right. find just like leftover lunches, that type of thing. Or even if they did a catering event, um, they'll go ahead and whatever they have left over, you know, if they don't take it home or whatever, it be, can be composted. Uh, we don't take meat, bones, or dairy currently just because of the compost facility that I, I take to. Um, it just doesn't get hot enough there. So those are, you know, it's mainly veggies, fruits, coffee grounds, eggshells, breads, pastries, compostable napkins, that's, or napkins. I mean, napkins are paper towels, tea bags, and then seafood can go in there as well. Wow. Um, so it's, it's a lot. So... You're the leader of this business, and you obviously are, you know, you started a business around to actually help improve the world and, you know, reduce what ends up on landfills and things like that. How do you, as the business owner, you know, somebody who interacts with clients and with other contractors, you know, how do you want to show up as the leader of this company? How do you, you know, embody the values in your own life, or how do you work as a business owner to really, you know, represent this super environmentally focused company? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. Um, I always kind of live by being honest with people and having integrity. So if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. That's how I live my life, and I and that's how I run my business. And I also just look at it like how would I want to be treated, mm. and in that in that sense, and treat my customers that way. And I love any any question is a good question. You know, any you know they have different questions and needs and and um even if it's like I can have to say no like I'll do it in a way that is a no but it's also well we maybe we can do this instead or we'll try again another time something like that but I really I'm always honest and if I if I say I'm going to do something especially with picking up food waste I it can't be sitting around like in that type of instance like I have to be there or someone has to be there to pick it up when we say we're going to do it making sure that that I follow through with what I say I'm going to do and I like I'm so passionate about wanting to make it a good experience for them um, mm-hmm. 
I, I feel like that shows, like, it's not just the service. Like, I don't want people just to buy a service. I don't want them just to pay me to pick up their, like, I really want them to know that they're making a difference in the world. So I, tr- I do an e-newsletter and, like, I don't use paper for that. So it just goes out via email um, and making sure that they're connected to a larger community. We have a Facebook page, and I'm always trying to improve those ways of making sure that people feel connected and they're a part of something bigger and it's not just putting food waste in a bucket and me picking it up and taking it to the, the compost facility. So that's that's what I love I love about what I do. It's it's something more than some people call it trash, but no. Hmm. <laughs> you have a strong value in education. You know, I heard that you like even before we were were talking about kind of your values as a business owner, but you talked so much about how you educate your clients and you talk to them about what they can and can't compost and the values of composting. And then even, you know, just putting things out through a newsletter and and having a community on Facebook. Like I just hear such a, you know, a strong through line of education in in all the things that you're doing. Thanks. Yeah. That's what I, I aim to do. And obviously I'm, you know, just the beginning, you know, of this business, but I feel like it can only just get better and, and constant improvement is, but better than delayed perfection. So I feel like just, nice. I'll just oh, keep doing it. Nice. <laughs> We're going to refer yes. to that in the future. Okay. Laura, that was a big fan of that. <laughs> yeah, I was stuck in that mode before, you know, years ago, but I just find that this business has really gotten me out of that and just continue to make me every day do something a little bit better than I was doing it before or differently. So, so yeah, I, I enjoy that, that facet. So staying on this theme of education, or going back to that, to the beginning maybe, uh, I hope this is a question you've heard before. Uh, if yeah. not, it's, it's going to be the first time. <laughs> I'll play a little bit of a devil's advocate. I mean, I think I know the answer to this, but if food is something that naturally decomposes, why is it important to compost it as opposed to letting it just decompose? in a landfill? Yeah. yeah, that's a really good question. A lot of people will ask me that. Um, I am not a scientist, so, but I will say <laughs> I know that if it sits in a landfill, um, it, doesn't, it won't break down as it should, I guess just because of what it's surrounded with. But I, I literally just read something about a package of lettuce, of lettuce that was in plastic, and um, oh. it did not break All down in the plastic. landfill. Just because you would think like, oh, it broke down so quickly in my, like it got brown in my refrigerator quickly, but then come to find out it's not breaking down as it should in the landfill and it creates methane gas, which isn't good for the environment. So maybe some stuff does, but the result, the end result of composting is something that you can use in your garden to Mm -hmm. get to... It keeps the plants moist. It keeps the ground moist. You don't have to water as much, which saves money. In the, you know, you're saving money in watering. Then you're also adding nutrients to the soil. You know, you don't want to put it in the landfill, but to compost, you have so many positives that come from it. Right. Those two. I never even really thought about keeping the ground moist. Like, you don't really think of the benefit of that. Um, I mean, I know that there are environmental benefits to doing this. Anything we can keep out of the landfills or you know, it's a a benefit to us all, let alone to the company. But that also made me think, in addition to those good benefits that come from the composting, I have lots of questions actually for you, Colin. (laughs) Yes, ask away, um, ask away. (laughs) What are some of the other benefits that companies might experience from doing this composting? So you alluded to one of them, which is, and this 
transcends is perfect for us because it goes back back to the individual level where people are inspired to compost at home. But is this something that if I was talking to, you know, a business leader, I could say to them, hey, if you're looking to build culture or, you know, walk your walk, talk your talk, if you're looking for a perk to offer somebody, right, something, is this yeah. something that can really help build community within the company and help add, it's not that their purpose is necessarily completely aligned to this, but it's something else where you can feel, this is, oh, I'm getting there now, where you can feel good about where you work, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, not only do we do this, this, and this, but guess what? We also get to compost, right? Like I would think yeah. that's a really cool thing. Do benefit? Do businesses kind of report that as a benefit? Um, I haven't heard. I mean, I haven't heard that yet. But that's a really good question. So now you're making me think I should really do a survey for my customers, my business customers, which I have a Love handful it. right now. But I feel like I'm at the precipice. Like it's there are so many that are interested. If I did that, maybe if I gave the results to the folks that have interest, that might make them go ahead and just move forward. So that's a great question. I find that though they have a couple of folks that are interested in being green and environmentally mm -hmm. conscious, and that's really all it takes. And then when I come right. in and meet with them and say, this is how easy it is, it's going to be so easy. I feel like it's like a ripple effect inside the business. They, they just want to do right. it. Because I think most people don't know, right? They just, yeah, it's just something you don't think of. You know, I remember... <laughs> Well, girls, let me tell you, I remember when we didn't recycle, you know, and I remember when we got our buckets and we were all confused. I cannot tell you. I mean, we were all annoyed. We right. were like, oh, my God, we have to separate this trash. Exactly. And, and everyone, everyone I knew. And you're like flipping the stuff over going, wait, is that a one in a triangle mm -hmm. or a four? Right. Because like certain things went certain places mm -hmm. and you couldn't come in. And now that all seems so silly. Right. Because we've yeah. been doing it so long. And I love it when I go into um, like a Whole Foods, and you see they've got like seven trash bins, oh, yeah. right? Because like two are for composting, three are for recycling, mm -hmm. and like one is for the landfill. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's the way it should be. We should all be thinking like that, and we just yeah. have to make that that change. But I think that that would be part of it is even if you give those one or two people, like you said, sure. who have interest and want to do something, well, guess what? You've just engaged one or two people differently in your company that helps them to feel more connected and um, more part of the team. Yeah, and yeah I absolutely. Like, I, love that, I love that you said, Colleen, it's usually just a couple of, you know, somewhat vocal people that are super, that are concerned about the environment want to be green. Like that to me feels so hopeful, you right, know, for right. listeners who are thinking, you know, oh, my business yeah. would never do, you know, like think about it, talk about it. Yeah. In, in your next one-on-one -on -one with your boss, you right. know, look at your manager and say, you know, hey, I, the kitchen reeks of food trash every day. Clearly, we have an opportunity to compost. And, you know, can I arrange to have a conversation with the company nearest to me that offers yeah. a composting service? I just heard about it on this awesome podcast I listened to. Doing it. But, like, it's great that it's, sure. you know, it's not a huge it's a really easy, we love, we love tips here. So mm -hmm. it's a really easy to implement business solution that I think has huge value in, you know, increasing engagement, letting people really feel that their company's values align with their own personal values, getting people to totally bring, I would, if I worked for a company that composted, I can tell you, I would start bringing my compost. I would be from so home. excited. Uh, you would call me, <laughs> right. you would call me the lazy composter. But me if somebody too. said, you can bring it here, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm doing what? it. We're bringing it all yeah. there. This is going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> so I just think there's That's great to hear. that makes me feel so hopeful that like just a couple of people can can do this and really make, you know, a dramatic environmental impact and impact to the company in a whole lot of ways. 
No, I agree. Absolutely. And there's, I've been on webinars and talking about like other states, like in the West, California, Washington, they have mm-hmm. like restaurant chains that they compost all of their food waste and customers will pay more, they've you know, up their prices and yeah. found that they'll pay for that because of the experience of being able to compost there. Right. So I, I don't buy that and I would too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how that's translated out east here, but it's not great well to know that, that they're doing it. And not yet, yeah, but I, it, it's going to happen. But I think it comes with that education that we were talking about. I think as the, you know, more people become aware of what you can do, that would be great. And I think even in this example where there's one or two people who are passionate about going green, I'm thinking about the people who are going, well, I'm not really passionate about that. But maybe there are people who are passionate about measurement and analytics, right? They can be involved in this because they could help a company. Sure. I always have my branding hat on. They could help a company think about, well, how much are we actually composting and what type of an impact are we making? So at the end of the year, even if it's a smaller privately held company, you know, I'm sure they do their kind of, you know, say that the company address or something. And that's another number they can throw in. And this year, our company Absolutely. was able to compound, compost X pounds of um, food waste. And I think that's a wonderful thing yeah. to, to share. Totally. I agree. So, Colleen, where can people find you if they want to get in on some of that education that you share that you're doing through your newsletter and Facebook? Where can people find you? And is there anything that you're excited and you want to share with folks to be on the lookout for? Oh, sure. Thanks. Um, I do have a website. Um, it's backtoearthcompost.com. And on the website, there's a spot to sign up for the for the newsletter there. I also engage on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter starting to be more active on the Instagram, but I love it. And we love the gram. What's that? We, <laughs> we love, love the it. gram. It's doing good yeah. business. <laughs> uh, and now my, my website has to be updated because I'm now, uh, well, now I started this past summer doing uh, community compost collection sites. So we're in Ambler at the Ambler Farmer's Market, second and fourth Saturdays. And then during the winter, when the farmer's market's not in session, I was able to have a site outside of the Weaver's Way co-op in Ambler the second and fourth Saturday of the month from 9 to, to 11, and customers come there and they bring their food waste. It's they, they're shopping or they're in town. It's just an easy way, and it's more affordable, you know, for, for those folks to drop it off to the site. And then um, I'm also, if you could, you know, put your feelers out, I'm looking for places, other farmers markets that are interested in having a compost site. I've reached out to a couple. Um, and then that also leads me to like hiring. So hiring staff to staff the site while they're there. So I'm looking for a, a few folks to either do pickups or staffing for the, the sites, the compost sites. That's awesome. Cool. So local mm-hmm. folks, Buxmont, uh, Pennsylvania folks, if you, uh, are looking at uh, wanting to get involved in the business side of composting, reach out to Colleen, uh, reach out to her on social media or through her website. And uh, thank you for helping us kick off the month of April and Earth Day and talking about all kinds of good ways that businesses can do things that benefit the planet. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to, to see the changes being made. Awesome. We are too. Thank you, Colleen, for all you do. Thanks so much for listening to this episode, and we would love to hear from you. Send your comments, your questions, suggested topics to podcast at doinggoodbusiness.com. If you'd like, 
visit our website of the same name, doinggoodbusiness.com. Remember, you can always rate and review us wherever it is that you listen to your podcast. Feel free to share it. Until next time, we encourage you to take one small step toward doing good business.